0: You still have to get it done at the time that it really counts, which we have not managed to do. It's the first time that you could genuinely say that there is a chance that we could be World Cup champions.
1: Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now.
0: OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave
2: or your money back. Neon Night Edition, available now. It's says to say Shaban Hearn, football writer, is on the line. Morning, Shaban.
1: Good morning Troops, how are we?
2: You well? We're great and we're a little bit behind time so apologies on that but um, we've loads to get to. Um, mm. uh, what a weekend. We might start with tonight's game, the Merseyside Derby and the chat around that they could outstrip the 27,000 that turned up for the Anfield leg last year uh, with maybe even 30,000 tonight. There'll be no Niamh Fahi obviously, um, will be a little bit of other Irish interest obviously on the other side but in terms mm-hmm. of a result do you expect it to be the same as it was at Anfield or how do you expect it to pan out?
1: Do you know what? Everton have been, Everton have been decent this season. Now, the last few weeks, things have started to dip ever so slightly. But what I'm most looking forward to is one of, you know, that this being the game, the first game to kick off women's football weekend to see how this, this will go second time round because it was such a, you know, at Anfield, the way it happened the first time round was a bit of a shock. So Everton, I think, will be cooking with gas this time round. And as the season's gone on, they've just progressed. They've become more of a, a gel one team. Um, but like I say, over the last couple of weeks, I would say it started to dip off slightly. So I'll be interested to see how that one goes. But uh, big night at Goodison Park, a Friday night there. It's, uh, it's not a bad way to kick off women's football weekend.
2: Yeah. And I saw the, uh, Liverpool manager, like, he, the little bit of reverse psychology going on. He said that, uh, they were, um, that his own team obviously were, uh, frozen. They looked scared. The occasion got the better of us. And he was saying all that sort of in the context that I think, I think Everton, you know, all their fans at home, I, this could easily, this could be them this weekend.
1: They, listen, they're a solid team. They are solid, but Brian Sorensen's a good manager. You know, he's, and the way Everton are this season to what they were last season. Is night and day. You know, even the way you can see the communi- communication sorry, on the pitch is night and day to last season. I, I heard from a credible source that last season that dressing room was an awful place to be. Uh, and it's very, very different this time round. So, credit to the job that Brian Sorrison's done. It's not an easy place to go. Um, and he's got them playing better, but Liverpool quietly going about their business as well, picking up the odd points here and there. Matt Beard's experienced in this league. Um, but going away to Goodison to Park will be a right test for Liverpool. Shaman, do you think Everton might suffer a little bit because obviously
3: they've taken in a lot of young players? They have a couple of players on loan who are going to go back to bigger clubs afterwards. Like, are they building enough at this stage that are going to be able to retain those players and keep them, or else attract similar sort of levels of players back into the club?
1: That's a good question. I mean, I think so. I, th- I think because of the job that's been done this season, you can view Everton through a different lens as you did last season. I, I was set actually coming into this season, I said I wouldn't be surprised if Everton were relegated because of the the way that they did play and the atmosphere there last year. Um but you're right, the the young players that they've got, I mean they've got the most expensive European player in history in Hannah Benison, who is just wonderful to watch, you know, young Jess Park there as well. Likeliness says, she's going to go back to Manchester City. Um, so many young, talented players, the young twins as well. Um, I've enjoyed watching them. I have to say, I think they're a, they're a promising bunch. Can he hold on to them? I think if they can just maintain mid table, that's good. You know, that, that will be, that will be a decent season from, Ever- for, for Everton based on what they did last season.
2: North London Derby tomorrow afternoon, and oh. uh, exactly the, the i 'm sort of tempted to ask you the same question in terms of the expected result out of it, but we 'll hold on that for a second. Good performance um, uh, whatever about the result from Arsenal during the week in Munich um, that might be enough for them now. it might give them enough belief and it Emma Byrne was saying during the week that um, they can win the Champions, uh, the Champions League, and it should nearly be the priority for them.
1: I mean, do you know what? See Emma Byrne. I love that. She, I mean, she was part of that team. She's been around for so much time. She's got so much experience. She knows this Arsenal team so well. You know, now living over here and, and turning on the commentaries, Emma Byrne is at such a part of the WSL once again. I look at this Arsenal team now, and I said, yes, at the start of the season, Arsenal can win the Champions League. I didn't with Beth Mead and Viviana Medema. And their ACL injuries and what they've gone through, I think they've missed. They're just not the same. They are not the same. You can't, you can't blame them for that. You've got to give them that injury grace. Um, but I watched the, the Barring game the other night and I was so frustrated by it. You know, I was just like, Oh, come on. You know, in front of goal, I feel that Arsenal had been so wasteful in that game and it was a good performance. Um, you know, I think the return leg at the Emirates on Wednesday, I'll be going to, I think. Arsenal can, Arsenal can comfortably beat Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich are a solid, are, are a solid squad. And the Germans, as we know, are just so efficient. Um, but I look at that Arsenal side and I go, they, they should be able to get the job done, but there's something they're lacking. We know in front of goal, Christina Blackstenis has struggled. She's hit a bit of form recently. Um they've brought in Jodie Taylor. Obviously, Jodie can't play in the Champions League. Um but I just think in front of goal, I don't know if we could see Caitlin Ford maybe moving up there a little bit more, take the striker position, because that was what that was what was just missing, you know, on on Wednesday night was a goal from Caitlin Ford. I thought she had it in her. Ten minutes to go, I was going, Caitlin will score, this will happen. And they couldn't find the back of the net. So they've got a job to do on Wednesday, but I think Arsenal have enough to get over the line that you look at the other teams that then they have to face Mm. and without Viviana Miedema and Beth Major key goal scorers I think Arsenal could struggle
0: Do do the WSL teams play with a little bit of fear in the Champions League in in recent years do you think Siobhan it's a lot of pressure of course and it's tough to as we say challenge on a couple of fronts but sometimes you feel like if they just let themselves off the leash a little bit
1: Mm, Yeah that's a good point I mean I still remember the the Chelsea-Barcelona whooping that happened just a couple of years ago and I didn't see that coming I mean you don't go up against Barcelona expecting to win anything, and you know that they're they're the best team in the world. You know, one of the best teams. But I, I expected more from Chelsea in that day. But I guess that's the thing they're 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 missing these huge occasions. You know, they haven't been to a final in quite some time. That actually, um, perhaps the occasion got the better of them on that day as well. And I think we were all surprised to see Chelsea be beaten four 0 by Barcelona. I know I was shocked that day, especially inside the first half. It was it was a bonkers result. I look at Arsenal and I see, you know, the, the experience in that squad and then the, the youngsters coming through as well. And I don't know if that's the squad that can win the Champions League. You know, look at Emma Hayes' squad now and I think we all know here, I, I, I follow Arsenal. I love Emma Hayes. I love Chelsea and what they do in women's football, but I want it so badly for Arsenal, you know, I, I, again, but I just look at the, The momentum, the experience, how Chelsea are building and the players that they're recruiting. I go, that's a Champions League winning squad. It could be their year.
3: It was funny watching Emmett Hayes in the Champions League during the week. I don't think I've ever seen her that stressed on a touchline. And obviously they had a massive result against Lyon. It was good for them, especially when you look at like the history they've had in the Champions League. One final question to you about Chelsea before we let you go, Shaban. Millie Bright, she was going for a scan yesterday. Has there been any update on that? Because that could be a massive injury for Chelsea
1: for the run-in. I know. I mean, it could be a case of tired legs at this moment in time. I've been texting around my my people and nobody's responding to me this morning about Millie Bright. There's been nothing put up on social media, nothing up through Chelsea as yet. So I am a bit concerned about that. Millie Bright on our Insta story looks happy enough. Looks like she's with one of our our young family members and she looks in good spirits uh, at the moment. So fingers crossed it was just a knock and it was a case of um, tired legs. They're playing a lot of football just now. They've got Manchester City at the weekend. If, If Millie Bright... Is, has sustained an injury that would be a big loss for Chelsea, but I think for now it looks okay. I don't want to jinx that, but it looks okay.
2: I was I needed to ask you about Saint West and whether he was going to be uh, turning up for the um, <laughs> North London Derby this weekend, but you know.
1: By the, can I just say, uh, my in, in our house, right in, in our in our group. I am the biggest Kim Kardashian fan. Think of me what you want. I don't care. I will go there for my escape <laughs> no week there. in, week out. Uh, honestly, and when Kate, Katie sent me a, a, a message saying, Shaban, you'll never believe who's at the Emirates tonight... And I went oh, and I went to sleep I didn't reply. And then I woke up and I'd seen all the screenshots of St. West wearing the McCabe top and I, <laughs> I literally nearly died. And and Katie doesn't watch the Kardashians. I think she only hears about the Kardashians through having to listen to me talking about it. So nobody was more excited about that than I was. But um, I've I've DM'd Kim for a play date and see if she wants to meet up. <laughs> funnily <laughs> enough, she's not got back to me. <laughs> all right, all right, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah.
2: Millennium. Enjoy the football over the weekend
1: have a good one thanks
2: guys take thanks care thanks a lot Hearn on the line there football writer the um, Northland Derby it feels like Catherine if we're having this conversation a couple of weeks ago that it would have been money in the bank for Arsenal but just with events off the pitch and a little bit more solidity about Spurs is it slightly in question
3: no. I no. Well, I think Arsenal should still wipe the floor with them, considering how Spurs are playing at the moment. They might get that. It's not even new manager bounce, but just that bounce after Rianne Skinner leaving and Vicky Jepsen taking over. Vicky Jepsen is a really, really good manager. You know, former England assistant manager has worked under some of the best managers in England at the moment. So she and she knows the squad really well. She's worked with them for a long time. Spurs are such an interesting case because they're actually so similar to the men's team in terms of how they play on the pitch. You expect so much more from them because they do have the talent there and they do spend the money. It's just they can't click in the same way. And with Arsenal... It's interesting. I mean, yes, there was the Miedema-Mead injuries, which people have talked about so much, but also there's enough talent in that squad that they should be doing better in the league than they currently are. And I saw a few people suggesting this week that maybe they should just focus on the Champions League and not care about their league position at all, which I think for a team like Arsenal, it just seems weird to me that you wouldn't focus on the two and you wouldn't be able to handle the two, especially with teams like Chelsea there who, you know, have a lot of competitions. They're still in the FA Cup. They have Champions League and they also have the league. And tired legs, as Shaban was saying, they're possibly losing Millie Bright. You know, there is an opportunity there to sneak up a little bit, so... It'll be an interesting one. I love the grit that has come into the North London Derby in mm. recent years. Uh, partly brought on by Katie McCabe, of course. Mm. She likes her battles with Ashley Neville and other players in the, the Spurs referee. squad.
0: we yeah. also point out the fact that last week, was it last week on the show? Was it today Stewie was in? Stewie Byrne was in. Katie McCabe obviously came up because Katie McCabe was in this new colouring book of, of mm. Stewie's. Um, and I don't know why Kim Kardashian came up, but this is before... Tate West was pictured at the Arsenal game with the McCabe jersey and I said who needs Kim Kardashian when you have Katie McCabe days later days later I mean she's What you're saying
2: is Kim Kardashian's ought to be a fan of the show
0: I, I think that uh, spurred her to go out and go yeah. okay that guy's just That's, that's possible yeah, yeah. I so didn't say this to you because
3: I was watching that game and it like shot to the crowd and I was like is that Kim Kardashian, and then like a couple of hours later, I saw the photograph of her son wearing the McCabe jersey, and I was like, "They must have been listening to Shane on the show." What are the
0: chances? (laughs) What are the chances? The universe is funny sometimes. There you go.
2: Um, United obviously off the top now, and uh, they're up against West Ham. It's at Old Trafford tomorrow. And the sense that like they would got they'd gotten so many plaudits like over the previous months, they'd risen to the top, maybe slightly ahead of expectations, like. Is it important that they sort of refocus on that, that, you know, despite the Chelsea loss, that actually we're still, we we need to hang on here for Champions League football, but we're still ahead of the curve. And that's kind of what's important.
3: Uh, I don't know. I think United fans are particularly disappointed with how they've fallen off. I mean, like they used to get fairly well beaten by Chelsea and the 1-0 result was probably only the fact that Chelsea had the class of a player like Sam Kerr. But there's so much riding on this season for United in the sense that, you know, Alessia Russo was already linked with, say, Arsenal during the January transfer window. Her contract is up this summer. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of interest in her from abroad. If they lose a player like her, and Ella Toon possibly might go as well at some stage because those two link up so well. And I don't know who is out there for them to replace Alessio Russo with, especially if they don't make Champions League qualifications. So there's been discontent in the United camp with Skinner and the way he's set out the team and the fact that they aren't doing as well at the moment and they're kind of trailing off which is what they have done in previous seasons and I think a lot of people thought that wasn't going to happen this season especially say that 3-2 result they had against Arsenal they showed the sort of fight that United haven't done in previous years you know you would have expected Arsenal to finish them off at that stage so I think for United it's really important for them if they don't finish top that they finish second and I think United fans will expect that from this team. Um, I mean they have three of the best players in England in Mary Earps, Elatoon and Alessia Russo who are all flying high after the Euros and like players like Una Badgier as well. There's so much talent in that United squad and a lot of the players go under the radar um, if you ever listen to Emma Byrne on Koi Gig she is particularly fond of Una Badgier and talks about how good she is so yeah I think they need a big result for this season.
2: Yeah, and maybe Earps is part of the uh, narrative this weekend that, you know, United uh, don't concede many. They, scored lo- they score loads and West Ham are leaky. And so it's pre-decided mm. that United are going to get back on track.
3: Emma Carroll is just reminded me here that uh, in her team of the week, Bagier is in practically every week.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think... I think for a lot, of, it's interesting this year because it's probably the first time there's four teams properly battling it out. I Of all the results at the weekend, I'm very interested to see how City-Chelsea goes because City have kind of been not necessarily dark horses but had a slow start to the season of just being like quietly building away and I mean Kadisha Shaw top scorer in the league an absolutely incredible player Chelsea have never had the best of luck in the academy stadium the first time they won was November 2021 and that's the only time they've ever won there so yeah it's going to be a big battle for them especially with it being in the middle of the Champions League and whatever about the game in Lyon only being a 1-0 win it was such an intense battle and players like Aaron Cuthbert, who hadn't played since the County Cup final came on and put in an absolute shift so City don't have those troubles it's going to be going to be an interesting one between
2: the two uh, Villa obviously one of those teams that are kind of pushing for the top as well you mentioned before we came on air about the brilliant headlines around uh, D- uh, Daly and Daly yeah. uh, but you've been very impressed by Rachel Daly this season
3: very impressed I think she's been one of the signings of the season and like the Carla Ward is doing an incredible job there and building a really really interesting squad but Rachel Daly has definitely been a brilliant addition there was a lot of consternation last year during the Euros because Serena Vigman likes to play Daly in a defensive position and she's not a defender like anyone who's watched her in the NWSL where again she was scoring she was a striker she was incredible for Houston Dash kind of was watching the games and I know when England have so many good defensive players already like there was a lot of talk about why Alex Greenwood didn't get more minutes and said she seemed to prefer Rachel Daly I don't know what it is but she's come in this season and I think she's reminded people in England that she is an incredible Striker. I mean, she's up with Kadisha Shaw for player of the season in terms of goals. Um, and that midfield has just been supplying her so well. Uh, and I love all the kind of daily, dally, daily and dallying around headlines that have come out of it.
2: Yeah, it's been good, and it'll be a brilliant weekend, no doubt about that. And I'm sure we'll chat about it next week. Kathleen, thanks, William, for the minute.
0: OCB AM with Gillette Labs get the
2: ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now.